Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh, this is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Boy, we got some coaching news. I'm not sure if you saw the tweet that I sent out earlier and the message I sent out earlier. I'm like the Popeye's worker after the Popeye's chicken sandwich and they and old girls are sitting on the bench exhausted. But this coaching carousel, y'all, is making me absolutely exhausted. <laughs> but the first hat dropped today. What does it mean for the Tigers? Austin Thomas who was with the staff and with LSU previously returns back down to the Bayou. What does that mean? What will his role be? We will get into that. What are some other names that we could see uh, gaining traction around LSU? We'll talk about that tonight as well. But before we get started, we do have a great show in store for you tonight. As Colin Thibodeau said, I forgot where he said it. I saw the comment, though. I don't know where he said it. Oh, well. But do us a favor by hitting the like and share. I was going to pin it up there. I was going to pin it up there. But since the fact that we I couldn't find it in here, we get so many comments from YouTube, Periscope, Facebook. But anyway, so Carl, uh, Carl Dunn says, Blake is the man. Carl, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Not as much as you. I appreciate that. But also, as Blake, as always, is going to be in here, I'll put that comment in there as well. Uh, as Blake, as that will be another segment. I really like that. I've gotten a lot of compliments about the hashtag Ask Blake inside the show. It helps me a lot. It helps a lot of you out. So it's awesome. Kyle, there it is. Colin Thibodeau says, hit that like and hit that share. we got a lot to talk about LSU-wise. A lot to talk about. Who are some names that I think are the front runners? Um, for the OCDC as that's continuously being fluid as as it continues to go on and will. Uh, it looks like that LSU won't make a move on that until after the, the first of the year. After the first year, they won't make that move. But before we get started on everything, we'd like to thank our partners over at Believe uh, for, for everything they do for our audio podcast. Also, everybody listening and listening to the, the podcast tomorrow morning, I want to spend a special or send a special thank you to all of the listeners and everybody that follows AYS. I'm not sure if you saw today and we had posted it, but it is a record breaking month for myself and for AYS and AYS network over 2.9 impressions on Twitter, over a hundred thousand views for, from our shows and the content that we produce. And there was a lot of things that we listed over 2,500 new followers this month which is a record for us previously at 2,400 in a month. So the growth is continuously going up. And from the bottom of my heart, I seriously mean this. From the bottom of my heart, I thank all of you for everything that you do for me and the network that we are building here over at AYS. As it's a host of all you Tiger fans, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, the like me, not so beautiful. I don't know. My wife thinks I'm kind of cute, though. <laughs> anyway, but before we get started, we got to pay the bills around this thing, and nobody is better. I had a phone call today about someone stopping by at our good friends over at GM Varnado and Sons. GM Varnado and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, 
truck repair, routine maintenance, tire repair, tire rotation, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you by. And if that car is just not working that good, go see my good friend Mr. Woody Clark over Robert, at Robinson Brothers Ford Lincoln. All you got to do, guys, is and girls, is go to RobinsonBrothersFord.com to see all of their beautiful inventory. Just ask for Woody. Give them a call today at 225-603-5432. That's 225-603-5432. And tell them Blake Rafino over at AYS sent you by. And listen, I know all you getting them STEMI checks. <laughs> you got a $600 down payment you can go get you a new ride with. All I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, first off, let's get to Austin Thomas, who was previously on the staff for LSU, left, wanted to go to Tennessee. His, how, What's the old saying that my, my grandma would say? His his diapers got too big for his britches or his panties got too big for his britches. And he, he got humbled a little bit. Out there in the real world, Austin Thomas got this really and truthfully humbled. Went to Texas A&M, went to Baylor, and now making his way back to Baton Rouge. Now, I do not believe that Austin Thomas is going to have the role that he had last year. Look, if you remember, he went on the recruiting trail and got you two five-stars. And Jacob Phillips and Jacoby Stevens. Two guys that are going to be in the league. You went into the state of Tennessee and got two five-star guys. Of the four five-stars that Tennessee produced that year, you got two of them. So I think that he's a good guy that knows recruiting, obviously, knows what it means to be around LSU, has worked with Ed Orgeron before, and Ed Orgeron gave him a lot of credit when it came to him being hired at LSU. The binder is back. If you remember the binder. Let's see if I got a binder around here. No, I should have gotten one. But the binder is back. And I think it's going to be a good role. This would be a really good time to... And look, I have a special connection with Sam Nader at the LSU football camps that I used to go to. Just everything that I would do with AYS. Sam Nader is a world-class guy. Like, world-class. There's not a better LSU man than Sam Nader. It's just not, it's just not the truth. There, there isn't anybody else. So Sam Nader wanted to retire, step down. I'm not sure completely if Austin is going to take that position. However... However, I do believe that he will be in a GM-type role. And look, that's what Ed Orgeron wants. He needs. He's, he, he's great in all of the management stuff that Ed might not be able to have time for. Especially now with COVID-19 and you got to be on these Zoom calls with these recruits. Hey, as simple as this may be, hey, Austin, can you put the practice plan together? I know that sounds simple and I know that sounds dumb, but look, time is is money when it comes to the world of recruiting. Time is literally money. As I say that, Jennifer says, twisted panties. Yeah, I mean, he got, he got, his, he got a little bit too big. Get asked for that Woody. <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, don't forget, you can do the hashtag AskBlake. And we will go there as well. We'll answer some of your questions. Uh, but I like that Austin Thomas is coming back. The one thing that I think the LSU fans are going to put together is that Ed Orsron has been known to do this. He goes and gets his guys. Guys that he knows, he always brings in staff. 
Your first hire from Ed Orsrein literally is a guy that used to work for him at LSU. Do I need to repeat that? Ed Orsrein's bugaboo from coaching hires has been the same thing and may continue to be the same thing in reference to he always goes and gets the guys that he feels comfortable with because the last guy that he honestly got that he was not comfortable with, Matt Canada. And I don't think I have to tell you the rumors, but Edwards Ron and Matt Canada had royal, the, uh, uh, an epic WWE Royal Rumble 3 inside of LSU's locker room. They did not like each other. Dave Aranda had issues with Ed at the end. A lot of people have had issues, and he goes with guys that he feels comfortable with. So at the end of the day, it's not a wowing move. It's not some, well, to some people, it's going to be a wow move. And I get that. I'm not saying it's a wowy move in the sense that Austin Thomas isn't good. I'm not saying that. What I am saying, what I am saying is, is that it's not a wow move that he didn't go get a guy that previously hasn't been in LSU before. So, anywho. But yeah, we do have some big time games on tonight. Some big time games. The Cotton Bowl is getting kicked off underway. And Jamie Fortenberry just says Alexandria 7 to Katiana 6. A lot of great games. And look, we've had a lot of great guys, a lot of people following the show. It's been a hell of a week for sports. A hell of a week for sports. Um, so I will say that it's, I kind of going to miss Sam Nader. But okay, we got to first ask Blake here. Matt Gidry says, ask Blake, is Derek Mason out for the deep C position? I know his name hasn't been mentioned in a few days. It would seem that it is. Um, there's been some rumor. Uh, I don't like for AYS to be a rumor mill show. Like, I don't want this to be a rumor mill. Like, hey, uh, around the water cooler, or, you know, what are we talking about in the water cooler? Hey, hey, my daddy, my da- a guy that my dad works with is 17th Cousins with Coach Ed Orsron, and he said this. Like, drives me insane. Drives me insane. But it would appear that that he's out. Uh-oh, Stephen Miller's fired up. Let's freaking go. OU up 7 nothing. Uh, Stephen, what did you have them at? Jeremy Gilder says, so knowing that, who gets the coordinator jobs? Um, interesting. Again, this is very fluid, and I've been saying this for days now. It's a very fluid situation. I have a feeling for your defensive coordinator – uh, I still think Marcus Freeman is in the loop and going to be in that discussion. But my gut tells me that at, at the current moment, Barry Odom, the defensive coordinator at Arkansas, might be the guy. That's what my gut tells me. Now, I'm not – you guys know this, and you should know this by now when we report stuff. I will say when we have something. But, again, my gut is telling me that – for your defensive coordinator that Barry Odom might be the guy, unless something happens. Things always happen. Look, Dave Aranda was at Texas A&M. Tom Herman was your next head coach at LSU. And within a blink of an eye, we all know what happened. We all know what happened. So nothing is set in stone. Nothing is completely concrete when it comes to any of this. But that's what my gut's going to tell me moving forward. And, And look, Arkansas's got Jerry Jones money. They got that Jerry Jones money. You don't think they're not going to go into that bag? 
maybe they won't. Maybe they won't because, look, Jerry owes Ed something for giving him Scott Linehan. Good Lord. Jerry Jones, you owe LSU one for that Rudy Poo of a guy that was a passing game coordinator last year. God, he was awful. God, he was so bad. Steven says eight and a half. Chad Brown says, ask Blake, does the old man punter return next season? Chad, that's a great question. I actually played against Zach Van Rosenberg at my time at Franklinton High School when uh, Zach was a pitcher at Zachary. He defeated us in the Zachary Broncos. I think there's their mascot. They defeated us in the third round of the playoffs. I don't know. I mean, he's a top punter. Like, he's a top punter in this year's draft. I, and I don't even know if he would even be drafted, but I, f- I fully believe that he would be a guy that would be in the NFL. And I know that's a dream. Not a lot of people can say not a lot of people can say that they've both played and been drafted in Major League Baseball and played in the NFL. He would be in, a, in an elite status, like a very, very, very elite status, right? And you got the number one punter in the country that just signed with LSU. So I, I don't know that. I don't have any sourcing. My I would if I were him, I mean, look, you're 72. You he's not really 72. I mean, hell, we're the same age. He's 30, 31. Go do it, man. Go do it. Uh Dustin Williams, what's up, brother? He says, Ask Blake, what do you think about Joe Moorhead? Hey, Duddy, you saw that uh I hit that Jeezy on him today. You like that? I put on for my city, bone on for my city. Uh, Duddy, I don't like, I don't, let me be careful here. I know that Joe Brady, if, if Joe Moorhead is the next offensive coordinator at LSU, Ed Orsron's going to trot his butt out there at the podium. Listen to me. This is going to happen. There, no, I promise you this is going to happen. I don't like speaking in absolutes. I will speak in an absolute about this. If Joe Moorhead is hired, he will say, well, you know, we consulted Joe Brady, and Joe Brady said that we should go get Joe Moorhead. Man, no, dog. I've seen it. He runs a lot of RPO game, and I think that with some LSU athletes, regardless of what he did at Mississippi State, he could do maybe a good job. I just don't know how I feel about that. Would he be willing for Russ Calloway to be promoted to be a passing game coordinator? I don't know that. But Joe Moorhead alone, I don't feel as a comfortable fit. I don't look, I don't care what Joe Brady tells me. Well, Blake, he was so great in 2019. And Joe Moorhead has his own record. I don't know how comfortable I feel with that one. I need to go watch a lot of film of Joe Moorhead. I want to go watch a lot of Oregon. I want to go watch a lot of Penn State. And we saw what Mississippi State did in the SEC. But he's had he had more talent when he was at Penn State, and he had more talent when he was at Oregon, or now that he's at Oregon. So I'm going to be reserved on that one. But I don't know how I like that pick. Oh, man. OU, Charlie Viator just said Oklahoma just got a pick six. 14 nothing boomer sooner. Oh my God. Bro, they are going to get their ass beat. Man. Kyle Trask ain't winning the Heisman, y'all. It ain't happening. 
Devontae Smith, congratulations. Amy Tone. You know what y'all should go do? Y'all should go listen to my, I mean, I'm, when I talk about old video, I'm talking about three years ago old video about when Alton Thomas left LSU and who I wanted to replace his role and the job that he got. Y'all should go listen to that on YouTube after the show. It will make a lot of sense. Devontae Smith, come on down. Uh, Let's see. I think I missed some of them. Don't want to make sure. Uh, Jamie Fortenberry says, ask Blake Mississippi State or Tulsa. Give me Mississippi State. Give me No. Give me Mississippi State. Uh, Nick Gidry says, ask Blake, what are we drinking? Just a little AYS bourbon whiskey. A little ragged branch up in the cup. Brett Toop says, ask Blake, do you think Barry is up for the task? Hell yeah, I think he's up for the task. I think he's a good coach. I think Barry Odom's a really good coach. I like if they get Barry Odom, I think that it's a slam dunk. I really do. The more and more I look at Barry Odom, the more and more I like if LSU's able to get that. He's never had great talent. He was at when LSU went into that Arkansas game, you, people were worried. Like, hey man, Arkansas's scrappy. They haven't won an SEC game in two years, and they're going out there with walk-ons. And they're look, they play tough with them. Sean said, you play with Terrence McGee. Yep, play with Duddy, who just commented, Dustin Williams. Play with Brandon Taylor, Jiren Taylor, Terrence McGee. Um, Duddy, who else was on that team that people would know? Um, Xavier Brumfield was on that team. Uh, Adrian McGee. Was Adrian McGee on that team? I think – no, no way Adrian was on that team. P.J. Burkhalter from Nichols was on that team. There's a lot of people on that Franklinton team. A lot of people. Look, Franklinton used to have Chris Briggs was on that team. Dude, Franklinton was stacked back in the day before Jonathan Barber got a hold of it. Y'all gonna go back to Barber with that? I know that. Oh well, I don't give a damn. Watch some, watch some damn film. Uh, Jamie Hodges says, "Ask Blake, DJ Mangus with Russ Callaway as passing game coordinator?" Question mark. I like that a lot. I like that a whole lot. Like, if I if People keep asking me my choices. If it was my decision with the people that we know that are in the mix, DJ Mangus with Russ Calloway being promoted, I would like that one. The problem with that, two things. Number one, does DJ Mangus ever leave Joe Brady? Look, if you want to get out of the shadow of Joe Brady, you need to. Like, you absolutely need to. I think DJ needs to make that leap. Number two, how does two young guys deal with being the coordinators? Look, Tony Elliott, who did unfortunately contracted COVID-19, is a co-coordinator at Clemson. Those guys have really no ego. Steve Ensinger had no ego. That would be the thing that would worry me about that, though. That's that's the top-of-the-line thing that would worry, would worry me. But we'll see. Uh, Nick Gidry says, uh, trash for Heisman. Yeah, Trask ain't gonna win nothing, dude. He's had he might have had the worst month for a Heisman contender that I can remember. He did some good things, but man, he did some really really bad things too. He's a turnover machine, and for a lot of people saying that he's gonna be a first round pick in the draft, man, I don't know about that. Like I I, I don't know about that. He turns the ball over way too much. Uh, Chase Meyer says, "Ask Blake." What did you find out about the Odom hire with the Davis family? Let me say this. 
Barry uh Barry Odom. Uh Bo Davis isn't coming. Uh I don't know if I don't know if LSU needs a guy that just got a show calls to be hired with the Title IX stuff coming down in February. Not saying good or bad for Title IX stuff. I just don't think they need any unwanted eyes. And if you need to go to Greg Sankey or Mark Emmert for a favor, hey. <laughs> Chase, I'm going to give you this one. There's a reason Hugh Freeze isn't at Auburn. He got a show cause. So, there's a reason a lot of people are, you know, I'm just reading between the lines. <laughs> hey, man, I ain't trying to get up on old dude Jonathan Barber down there, but, man, watch some damn film, dog. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Charles Reese says, big day tomorrow for the 2021 class. LSU gets one, but the but not the OT everyone wants. Mm, Charles Reese from the Primetime Podcast. Are you telling me Kamo's coming? Mm, I, I see what you're doing there. I see what you're doing there. Uh-huh. Playing all slick daddy. Uh, Steven says, ask Blake, is Brennan clear favorite behind center regardless of the upcoming youngins? And does Finley enter the portal if ends up third on the depth chart? Uh, no on Miles Brennan. Uh, but I don't trust Ed Orgeron with that decision. Uh, I would pray to God that Russ Calloway can get through to him and say, look, man, it's over with. I mean, my man has not been... Um, my man has never been healthy, bro. Uh, TJ Finley, I would have... It doesn't matter if it's TJ Finley, Max Johnson. I, either one, I feel that would transfer. And I'm not going to say rightfully so or not. But we'll see. LSU Mark says, uh, Dan Mullen has a show calls too. He does, but it's not as serious as what Bo Davis did. Bo Davis was made to leave. There's different levels to show causes. Jamie Fortenberry says, uh, when did Franklinton get a team? Boy, we used to have a team. We used to be stacked down. Hey, two former number 18s for LSU, Brandon Taylor and Terrence McGee, were on that team. Uh, Brian says, wasn't he the number one recruiter at Bama? Yeah, he was. And you were shown that he did some really bad stuff. Some really bad stuff. When, I, when I'm talking about bad, I'm talking about King Joffrey on Games of, Game of Thrones. No, not that bad. I don't need to put that on that man. Not that bad. But one, let me say this. This isn't a direct quote, but it's close because I got to take some of the curse words out. A coach told me that Bo Davis is like the King Joffrey from Game of Thrones when it comes to recruiting. <laughs> Bundy says Benny Logan for D-line coach. Uh, possible or Christian Lockature. I mean, Christian Lockature was on, you know, he did a lot. He was a guy that was there uh, for Mason Smith and Ed Orgeron praised him in recruiting. And Benny Logan has not been a guy that's recruited yet. Uh, I would think that Benny Logan could easily step into a Christian Lockature role if if Christian is promoted. That's something I could definitely see. Absolutely see without a question. Shelby Kelly says, as Blake with Davis out, does that make Christian Lockature the D-line coach? I think that right now, you got guys like Carl Dunbar that's in there. Carl Dunbar is a Louisiana guy. I think he could come in, but I have not heard his name. Nobody will confirm that he, if he's even on the 
the the board. Uh, but really and truthfully, a lot of focus has gone into the coordinator positions because a lot of the position coaches usually come after. Usually. Doesn't mean that they don't or they won't, but usually they will come after the coordinators because a coordinator likes to have his guys in there. Steve Ensminger just didn't give a Rudy Poo. I mean, base, uh, uh, base example, Dave Aranda has saying, hey, if I'm going to stay, you got to bring in Bill Bush. And <laughs> Dave Aranda's out, Bill Bush, bye-bye. Cedric Ross says, ask Blake, what's any other word on coaching news? They're still narrowing down. Um, I don't think... I don't think that they'll announce at the begin at the end of the uh, end of this week. I think again at seven thirty on January or uh, December thirtieth. I think they'll wait until next week to make an announcement, or you'll have somebody break it. That's not to say that they won't, but as it goes on longer, it would tell me that Marcus Freeman is still in the loop for DC. But if Barry Odom accepts it and they can work out a contract. You could have something tomorrow. I feel strongly. My gut, my gut is from things that I hear. My gut just tells me that it could be Barry Odom. However, this when it's always this fluid, I could get off the show and take this phone call that this, hey, stop calling me. But I could take this phone call that I'm I'm receiving and say, hey, stop. <laughs> or what's going on? They're gonna be like, hey, man, Barry Odom's out. Oh, well. Well, I just did a whole show about Barry Odom. <laughs> Seth says, ask Blake, do you see Jack Bass breaking into the receiver scene with all the talent? I see him more of as a tight end. Yeah, he'll be an H-back tight end. That dude is a beast, man. That dude is a stone-cold killer. That Jack Bash is a stone-cold killer. I don't... Jack... The, Jack Bash is the guy that he might get a flag thrown on him for unnecessary roughness as a H-back tight end. He, I'm going to be really honest on my comparison with him. He really, maybe a little bit shorter, he really reminds me of Travis Kelsey. The attitude, the swag, the build, both these guys are cut. He reminds me, if he can get bigger, now he's a little shorter, but he reminds me of the tra- of a Travis Kelsey with the swag that he plays with. I mean, if I were him, I would give myself the nickname as Swag Daddy. Stephen Miller says, can't stop the Sooners. Look, I'm going to say this really quick. Outside of LSU, there's two teams in college football right now that nobody wants to play. You're watching one of them right now in Georgia. With JT Daniels at Georgia, you cannot convince me that anyone wants to see uh, Georgia on their on their schedule. It's what happens when you start lifting weights in July and you think that you're going to come out the gate and win some games, and they lost too early. That's that's the reason why they're not in the playoff. I think another thing, too, Lincoln Riley's building something here as my dog barks. Oh, my God. He, Trask threw another pick. Oh, my God. Man, that dude's not good, bro. You know what? You know what's crazy about this? They, they compared this Rudy Poo. They compared this Rudy Poo to Joe Burrow. 
Well, look at his stats. Blake, look at the stats. Look what he's doing. Joe Burrow ain't never. Joe Burrow would not ever go back-to-back series from what it looks like and throw two picks. Man, Florida's dead. It's over. Why we why we even why I'm glad we did a show tonight because it doesn't look like it's a game. Oklahoma's up 17 to nothing. Jeez, um Pete. Uh Rashad asks, asked Blake who's a front runner for OC. That's more than one that I man, I don't I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know. People are saying Joe Moorhead. I just in my soul, I just don't feel that that's right. Ed Orsron hires Joe Moorhead. I'm gonna I'm gonna flip a lid. I I think that Joe Moorhead is a solid ass dude. Seriously, I think Joe Moorhead is a solid dude. I don't care if you're solid. Well, I do care if you're solid. I don't want a solid dude. I want a dude that can score points. I want a I want a stone cold killer. I want a soul survivor. Colin Thibodeau says, ask Blake, how in the hell did Trask and, Ch- and Sunshine get an invite to New York, but not Najee Harris? Quarterback versus running back. Kyle Trask is more important to his team than Najee Harris. Not saying I believe that. Saying why he got it. It's the only reason why he got it. All right, let's pay some pills around this thing. Guys, You, somebody else texted me. Was it yesterday? Text me yesterday, but you gotta go see my good friend Mr. John Patton over at Area Home Lending. If you're thinking about buying a new or sa- buying a new home, saving money on that mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash out refi, the timing has never been better. Go see Mr. John Patton over at Area Home Lending today. Give him a call at 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. And tell him Blake Rafito over at AYS sent you by. And for the AYS law firm, you need to go to the Drake Law Firm, personal injury, criminal defense, real estate, and successions. There's not a team in a law firm more skilled than the Drake Law Firm. Go see him at downtown Ponchatoula today at 154 West Pine Street. That's 154 West Pine Street, or give him a call and tell him Blake Rafino at AYS sent you by. Um, I'm getting some of these ass Blakes. Let's see. Let's go here. I got a couple of them. I'm, I'm, I will skip. Uh, Preston says, ask Blake, give Odom enough money that his buyout to become a head coach after his time at LSU is over is big enough to forgive ourselves for the Bo Pelini mistake. Uh, kind of kidding, but still. Uh Preston, he only took a million. Of the five, he only took, what, what 1.5 million? Did Bo Pelini? You didn't have to pay him out completely. Nobody's reporting that. But Bo Pelini didn't take the full buyout. I know a million dollars is a million dollars, but when you have $33 million for a coaching staff, $33 million. Mm-mm. Jamie Hodges says, as Blake, does the OC hire affect Tristan Thomas coming or not? I think you might, might mean Tristan Lee. Having said that, wouldn't they try to announce before his commitment? Yeah, they definitely would. Uh, they, I think they, they would try, but I don't know if they get there. It feels late in the game. He's announcing on the second. Uh, they would have to do it on, tomorrow or the first. 
And I don't think they're going to announce anything on the first when people are out of office. They're not... LSU rarely does that big of a media drop on a Friday. Now, they could call Tristan Lee and tell Tristan Lee who the offensive coordinator is going to be and get him to talk to him. Uh, But in reference to news, I don't think you're going to know that. Now, if he... Interesting thought here, Jamie. If he picks LSU, you know something happened. And I'm not saying an OC, an OC did that, but it could mean something like that. Stephen Miller says, Emory Jones now in at quarterback running wild gator. Man, that's that's killer for Kyle Trask, y'all. That's killer for Kyle Trask. Ish. That is that's bad. Last game at Florida, wanted to go into the NFL draft, and you just got pulled for Emory Jones? Crescent says, ask Blake, with Tony Elliott out due to COVID, does Ohio State pull off an upset? Really good question, and they could. They easily could. But he's a co-coordinator, so I don't think that they have the talent that uh, Clemson does, but they could. It's a touchdown game. I, I feel it's a touchdown game. I don't know... Well, I think Clemson could beat them more than a touchdown. But the spread seven, I mean, I'd love to see what the spread's going to be tomorrow now that he's out. Then he says, ask Blake, Blake, why is Trask even playing tonight? His draft stock isn't going to rise anymore based on this game. He, he wasn't going to win the Heisman after the LSU game anyway. Danny, I have no clue. You know why? Because people rip kids apart for not playing in bowl games when you got Sam Elgar and De'Aaron King getting hurt last night. Don't get me started on that. People will leave if I get started on that rant because they won't agree with me. Preston says, ask Blake, joining late, have you addressed the Eric to Tennessee rumors? I've kind of hinted this. I don't think the SEC is going to allow these kids to transfer inside the conference, regardless of what the NCAA says. They don't like that. They don't like that. Uh, And I know that we were going to talk about LSU with bowl games tonight. Let me make this – quick thing and just a quick thought on this before we get start getting out of here. I know we've been on for 37 minutes. Um, quick thought, a reference to these coaching hires. It might bode well for LSU not being in a bowl game this year. Because last year, you were having the slim pickings. And, and look, you can focus on a lot of things in-house that you need to, you need to get corrected. You Look what's going on in the SEC right now. Arkansas's out. Kyle Trask is getting beat, and it just got it just got pulled. Sam Ellinger got hurt. I, I mean, look, this season just feels just feels like it's it, these bowl games this year just feel like they're for no damn good reason. Really, they're good for our entertainment. I love them. I love bowl games. Like I love them. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of glad LSU's not in one. <laughs> Craig Schilling, the GOAT, who comes up with all of our GIFs, GIFs, whatever you want to call them, and a couple of our videos. He says, Trask opted out after the first play of the drive. I bet you he did. Inside the swamp, Trask, draft stock, and Heisman chances are down the drain. Inside the swamp, I hate to tell you this, they've been down the drain. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be rude here. Like, I'm really not. I'm not trying to be rude here. But they've been down the drain. 
<laughs> Blake, Florida getting railroaded. Yeah, they are. And we're about to get off so I can go watch this game. This is going to be – I might do a show tomorrow. I don't know how I feel about a New Year's Eve show at night. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think anybody's going to – Another pick? Oh, my God. Trask with another pick? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, bro. Poor guy. Guy, I'm glad I'm 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 feel I'm uh, recording it. Jeez, dude, this is gonna get bad. <sighs> yikes, 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 yikes. Third pick, uh, Corey Kaye says Jacoby Stevens to play linebacker at Senior Bowl. Man, if he balls out as a linebacker, I'm going to flip my absolute shit. LSU fans, let me tell you this. Everybody listen to the podcast tomorrow and everybody listen to us right now and everybody that's going to listen to us after we're off. Jacoby Stevens goes out in the Senior Bowl and balls at linebacker. I'm going to lose my absolute shit. You're playing him at safety, y'all. You're playing him at safety. Jared Spooner, my old roommate, says, wonder what Dan Mullick's excuse will be this week. I don't know, but I told y'all that, look, we talked about this after the LSU game when he was making excuses for Marco Wilson. Dude, dude, he is a cocky dude. He is a cocky dude. Somebody help Jennifer out here. She says, what network is that game on? Jennifer, I think that's ESPN, right? I'm pretty sure that's ESPN. I can let you know right here. Yeah, that's ESPN. 17-0. Oklahoma's got the ball. Going down the field. Danny says, we need a shake my head emoji. Yeah, we do. Yes, we do. Blake Quibido, what's up? He says, your laughter at Florida brings me so much joy. <laughs> God, I don't like Florida. I, man, I'm going to be honest. It's not Florida. It's not Florida. I don't like anybody in the SEC. The only people I feel bad for, like players I feel bad for, is Vandy. And their baseball team's legit. The only team that I kind of like a little bit, I kind of like Kentucky. I really like Kentucky and Tennessee. Kentucky just, oh, man, shooks. Oh, man, shooks. We got a good basketball team, not this year, man. But, man, Mark Stoops is the best damn thing that ever done happened to Kentucky football. I, I, like, I, like, uh, I like Kentucky a little. Not like I love LSU. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Shelby says, ask Blake, are you going to cover baseball too? Heck, yeah. This is a full-year show. This is... Look, this is technically not episode 166. I did like 200 videos and then took a break, had a lot of things going on uh, family-wise, uh, then came back and I was like, I can't just pick up where I started. That's not fair to the people. Uh, generated a new page and stuff like that, so it's all good. All right, I'm going to get on out of here, guys. Happy New Year to all of you. We might do a show. I might do a show during the day tomorrow. Let, let, we'll see about that. 
We'll see about that. Maybe I can bring on some guests. We've been we haven't been doing guests lately. All right, guys, we will see you. Hey, see you guys next year. <laughs> Dad joke. Dad joke. All right. We're gonna get out of here. Let's go watch some football. Y'all have a good night and happy new year. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't do drugs. Well, it depends on the drugs. Uh, <laughs> no, don't do drugs. We will see you again next year. All right, guys. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.